Welcome back to the exit ramp from Pod Wheels, powered by Radio Nemo. Hello again, everybody. I'm Greg Thompson. And with this episode of the exit ramp, you'll be riding with us on a bit of a quick rewind as we roll back to our coverage of the National Truck Driving and National Step Van Driving Championships that were hosted by the American Trucking Associations back in mid-August. For those of you who are regular listeners to the podcast produced through Pod Wheels powered by Radio Nemo, you know that we were on-site at NTTC 2022, and we actually produced 26 of the 29 total podcasts in our NTDC series while we were on site in Indianapolis. Now, as many of you already know, Roland Bullock drove away with a top honor at NTDC 2022, earning his second career Grand Champion crown. Roland, who is a veteran driver with FedEx Express, was kind enough to spend some time chatting with us a couple of weeks after the conclusion of NTDC 2022. Talking about his distinguished career, looking back at his driving excellence both on the road and on the championship course, and looking back at the essential role of professional drivers to our country. Now, as we take you to our interview, we caught up with Roland through a Zoom connection in his home terminal at FedEx Express. Joining us now on the podcast is the grand champion of the National Truck Driving and National Step Van Driving Championships, Roland Bulldock. Roland, first of all, welcome to the podcast, and most of all, congratulations. Thanks so much, Greg. It's just an honor to be on your show. Tell us about that experience. Take us to the competition. And even before we do that, this was the first NTDC in three years. It was a long road back. You were the grand champion in 2018. Then we had another of your brethren from FedEx, FedEx Freight, Scott Woodrum. So FedEx has got this iron grip on the grand championship, but tell us what it was like not to have an NTDC for three years. Yeah, it's been a little while. By the way, the other one was 2017 when I won that one. And then Scott Woodrum, my brother, and FedEx won in 2018 and 19. That's right. And then we haven't had anything since then. So we were all rusty going in. It was a little shaky at first. Even when I practiced, I was like, oh, yeah, I got to remember that. Oh, yeah, I got to remember that. So there was a lot going on, let's put it that way, in our minds while we were showing up. I know there were so many things during the pandemic that were painful, but not having the state championships, not having the opportunity to get together for the nationals. Tell us about that. Well, when it comes down to you can't have the event, there's something going on, pandemic, so we have to postpone it. And you're like, you know what? I just drove a year safely. These years are not free. We work hard for these years. We create that safety bubble around our vehicles and we try to stay after that safety bubble so tightly and make sure nothing happens to our vehicle. And our payoff is going to our state competition. That's what a competitor thinks of year round. If we have a slight mishap, if somebody cuts you off, hits the brakes, whatever, The first thing you think of is, oh my Lord, if something would have happened, I would not be able to compete. So when that final year is up and you get to compete, well, all of a sudden it felt very empty. We couldn't because of COVID. We're all looking forward to the following year. Following year comes around, guess what? We're not doing it again. And now you're getting a lot of grumbles from the drivers. Come on, I'll take my chances. I'll show up. And that's what competitors do. 
We think of our year of driving. We think of what it takes to qualify. We've got to be safe. We can't get injured and last more than 30 days or 29 days being out. Otherwise, you're out of the competition. So that safety aspect of it, we work so hard at it. And then to not have our shining event, it was painful. It hurt. Take us to the state competition. You go through that. And then you're state champion, which I'm sure you've probably been a state champion many times over, but it never gets old, right? And then the nationals happen. Yeah, the state competitions, that was a whole nother ball of wax. I used to compete in Connecticut. Let me explain why. I live in Massachusetts. I work out of Connecticut. So I can choose either state to buy either domiciled or where I live. So I competed from 1996 until 2010 for Connecticut. And then I switched over to Massachusetts and I've been competing there since 2011. Well, fast forward to this year, I've been helping set up the Connecticut Truck Driving Championships. I'm actually chairman of the Connecticut Truck Driving Championships from 2011 until this year. Wow. And I compete in Massachusetts. So when it comes down to the competition, all of a sudden I heard this year that Rhode Island had canceled. So now I'm working hard. Can I get Rhode Island drivers, which are friends of mine, colleagues of mine, can I get them to compete in Massachusetts? So I was working hard trying to get that to happen. So many phone calls, so many ways of trying to make that happen. And lo and behold, Massachusetts cancels. I was like, "Uh uh-oh, now what? It looks like I cannot be the chair of Connecticut. All the work that we've put into it for the Connecticut competition just got flipped upside down. We had to find a new chairman, and it was Brian Singles, who is a national champion. He doesn't drive anymore. So he was an ideal fit for it. So Brian stepped up to the plate and just took the reins. We had to have the course change. I had the written exam on my computer. To this day, I still have not looked at that exam. But that exam never got used. We got a hold of the exam for the Massachusetts competition. And the person who wrote it actually brought it down and administered himself. So it was all top secret. The course got changed around and tweaked different ways. It was unbelievable. It was so much work to put into it. But then to have a three-state combined competition was just awesome. It was great. And then the competitions haven't seen this in many, many years. I mean, back in the 40s and 50s, they used to combine them because there weren't a lot of competitors. But I've never seen this in my years. So if I'm following you correctly, you had to recuse yourself from something you had worked on for 10 plus years. Of course, you're having a state championship, but it's more of a regional championship because you're having Connecticut, Rhode Island, and Massachusetts all combined into one event. Is that correct? It was combined into one, but also think that they were all separate. So Rhode Island competed with Rhode Island, Mass competed with Mass, Connecticut competed with Connecticut. They needed more drivers in Connecticut and they needed another driver and sleeper. And I went, I'll step up to the plate. I'll go in sleeper and ended up winning. I ended up a grand champion, tied highest written. Actually, my buddy actually won that through a tiebreaker. Missed a few on the vehicle inspection and had highest course score in sleeper, which is hard to do. So familiarize everybody. What do you do day to day out on the road? What type of vehicle are you driving? I usually drive a four axle, which is a single axle tractor with a 53 foot trailer with dual axles on the trailer. And when the airplane comes in, we'll grab airplane freight and we'll bring it to one of our local stations to keep all the couriers busy. 
So everybody's packages move at night at FedEx. So when they show up in the morning, it's our responsibility to get those packages to our couriers throughout Connecticut and Massachusetts. So we'll bring them their day's work, basically. Then when I come back, I'll take a 32-foot trailer out on the road making pickup and delivery on heavyweight services for FedEx Express. So let me put it to you this way. You don't drive a sleeper day to day. A sleeper is basically a truckload. We're talking square box, right? Sleeper cab. It's basically that Baylor truck that was running there at the competition, correct? My first time ever in a sleeper was in a state competition. Never driven one. But what I do during practice is I'll drive what we call a twin screw, a three-axle tractor with the two axles on the rear. I'll drive that, but just turn it a little bit lethargic so it kind of acts like a sleeper. It's the mindset is I would sit a little bit further. What would it look like? Still moving a 53-foot trailer, put the axles where they belong. This year, it was Saturday before the competition. I had a friend who brought a sleeper. So I got to practice with a sleeper. It was a little eye-opening. It was a little bit different, but I was actually doing pretty good with it in practice. Honestly, Karen Roderick, I love you. You boosted my confidence and look where it got me. So this, to me, this journey that you've made, again, working on your state competition and then having limited experience, limited time in a sleeper, and yet here you are. You win a national title and you win the grand championship. Have you pinched yourself yet? It's still surreal. Believe me, it's still surreal. I come into work and guys are, hey, congratulations. Guys and girls are both congratulating me. It's like, thank you. Thank you. Then the scores came out recently and more people are congratulating and it's still surreal, but it's a great feeling. I recommend it for a lot of drivers. <laughs> we'll get to that. Now, let me ask you this. In 2017, what class did you win national title in and grand champion? Sleeper. So you had done it before. Yes. And that year, after your drive, you see your scores. They put them up on that big banner up there, up on the big screen. And you can see how you drove. There's some demerits that might not be calculated in there. So it's kind of a vague number of where you stand in your class. And I was ninth. And I said, you know what? This is a tough group. There's no way I'm going to make it into the top five. Well, I made it into the top five. And I said, Every time I ever make it into the finals, I'm not going to be conservative. I'm going for the gold. No way am I going to be conservative because that's when you don't win. Hit your marks, hit your marks, hit your marks. Do what you got to do. Hopefully your numbers are good enough. And I got a chance to be a course announcer at the Tennessee State Competition. This was three years ago. I've done that too. My favorite part of it is reading the notes that are there. There was this Walmart driver that had been driving for like 42 years and had 7 million safe miles. I'm like, okay, just drop the mic. So tell us about your background because I don't want to shortchange you. You are America's road team captain, correct? Yes. America's road team captain, 2000 to 2002, 20 years ago. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh, And it was funny because... I remember one of the other road team captains said to me, you're young. I was 38 years old when I got on the team. He goes, you're ruining your career because what else do you have to look forward to? (laughs) I told him, I'll find something. Yeah, America's road team. And you start talking about safe driving miles. The first thing that pops into my head is the Citizen Driver Awards. 
It was Carol Nixon, Ingrid Brown, and Daniel and Cindy Johnson. They were also in our class, 2018 class of Citizen Driver Awards for T.A. Petro. And they actually name a travel plaza after. They do, yes. So I was so thrilled that somebody actually had three different groups nominate me. And I was like, wow, they actually felt special that they even nominated me. But then to get selected was pretty amazing. So we get on a show. I think it was the Dave Nemo show. It wasn't Dave. It was someone else that was interviewing us. The mic goes around. And I get the microphone in my hand and he says, well, tell me how many miles you have of safe driving. And I said two at the time, it was about 2 million safe driving miles. Later on, the mic gets passed to Carol. He says, how many miles? She looks at me and says, yeah, Roland, that's cute. But I got 3 million safe driving miles. I was like, oh my God, 3 million. (laughs) And we were having fun. We're passing mics back and forth. The next one was Inga Brown. And she says, yeah, you guys are all fun, but I got 4 million safe driving miles. I was like, oh my God, how did we all sit in this fashion to where it was just lading up? Then we get to Dan and Cindy. How many safe driving miles? Combined, we have 6 million safe driving miles. (laughs) We just kind of bowed down to them. Exactly, yeah, yeah. King and queen sitting at the other end (laughs) over there. And that's some of the things I think of. There's a lot of drivers out there with phenomenal safe driving records. I mean, I'm just a small dog in that race because I'm a local driver. I average 50 to 60,000 miles a year. Well, let me ask you this. How many years have you done this now? Since 1996 was my first competition. 1997, I won. And from then on, I have 17 state titles, six state grand championships, four national titles with two national grand titles. And how many years have you been driving professionally? 38 years. A lot of places it's listed 40 plus years. I'm going, I'm not that old. (laughs) Somebody once told me a year in trucking is like two years. So it's really, (laughs) if you want to think of it that way. And one of the things I want to do here is memorialize not only what you've done, but for those younger drivers out there, folks that are listening to this, thinking that they want to get into this industry or learning how to share the road, what are your three secrets to staying safe out on the road? Staying safe out of the road, number one is training. I mean, I came into FedEx and I thought I had it all. I proved that I drove over 300,000 miles, so I didn't have to go away for their three weeks of training. They sent me away to an experience class of one week and I learned. And I've always kept myself open to learning in FedEx because they will always teach you things. So as long as you don't put up the wall, be that sponge, take it all in. And that's what I've always done with my training. And that's what I've always done with the truck driving championships. Somebody wants to show me a new way of looking at things, I eat it up. Put another wrinkle on the brain, let's go at it. That is number one in my mind is training. And I help train drivers to this day at FedEx, for FedEx. The other thing would be I create a safety bubble around me. I'm always in my mirrors. Every five to eight seconds, I'm in my mirrors. I'm always looking what's in front of me. I try to know exactly what's in back of me. I play a little game. Car goes by me, is it a guy or a girl? And I can usually tell. There's just certain ways that they're maybe a little bit more aggressive, not aggressive at all. And I can usually tell you if it's a guy or a girl that's driving by me. So it's just a little game I play, not getting bored while we're on the road driving. The other thing is get plenty of rest. Get plenty of rest and stay acute to what's going on. We drive in a liquid environment. Things are moving 
all the time. You have to be prepared to move either with it or to avoid it. So if you're not sharp, you're only hurting your own self. You're hurting your own safety record. So I would have to say those three things. And those things, and I've talked to many drivers in this competition, both state level and national, these competitions are almost the total opposite in terms of you spend 364 days trying to avoid getting as close to something as possible during these competitions, as Scott Woodrum told us a couple years ago in 2019, he said one inch is 50 points. So talk to us about the mindset of going into the competition and you're coming at it. You've won both national championship and a grand championship. Did that help you in coming back to this? Practice helps. Practice, practice, practice. We try different scenarios. We try to learn every square inch of the vehicle. I try to learn that vehicle's footprint at an area that we created. We call it the Rodeo Research and Development Facility. That's where we try to think out of the box and we really try to create different scenarios that we might see. I even try to think of the person that's setting up the course. What have they done in the past? What might they do in the future? If I heard they went to a state competition, what did that state competition look like? Because they won't use it at the nationals. I mean, we're always thinking outside the box at the RRDF, the Rodeo Research and Development (laughs) Facility. Like I said, we try to get to know every square inch. But when I'm out on the road, those every square inches are being far away from everybody else's square inches. Right. Yes, you do try to stay far away from everybody. But you really learn your dimensions of the vehicle. And it helps. You back up to a loading dock. And just before you hit the loading dock, you stop and go, am I six inches away? And then you back up a hair more and go, oh, I was a foot away. Okay, so the next dock, am I six inches away? All right, I did a little bit better. I got a little bit closer. So it's just something that you think of in the course of your day. I mean, Scott does it. I do it. We think about truck driving championships 365 days a year. And that's why you guys have won the last four that have been competed. Yeah, that's a crazy number. It is. It really is. So take us inside of the finals. Take us inside that day, the walk of champions. You get named as a finalist. You go out and compete. You do well, and you're sitting there, and you get named a national champion. So you have like 45 people that have a chance to win a national championship walking into that room. And we're talking, it's whittled down from 400 plus. There's excitement in the room. Absolutely. There's a buzz. You can cut it with a knife. It's fantastic. I love it. So we're there, right? And you're one of nine. And you're sitting there and Elizabeth comes up and you knew you did well on the course. I got second highest on the course the first day. So I knew I had a good run at it. And then Antoine steps up, the next driver after me. And I look up, I ran a 175. That was the highest. So it was a difficult course out of 300 points. My wife comes out, hugs me. Oh my God, you did so good. You got 175 points. I'm like, that isn't good. She goes, you're the highest one. Everybody else is back at 150. And then I look up and I see a 220. And I went, I'm not catching that. (laughs) (laughs) But I actually had a very good pre-trip. I felt comfortable with my pre-trip. I knew it was better than midway. Find out I lost 10 points. Out of 100, I got 90. My written exam, I wasn't proud of that written exam. I'm not happy with that written exam. It was extremely tough this year. Now, keep in mind, in 2019, I think it's nine people aced the written exam. I recall that, yes. 
nine people and every driver there looked at each other and went we're screwed and rolling they had three years to work on it too so. yes they did <laughs> so the written exam was tweaked so crazy this year things were just reworded and just changed around and i'm not happy with that test but lo and behold i had 299 points now i look at it and go how in the world did i have the most points in sleeper going into it i'm pinching myself on that like i said i just got to read the scores two nights ago so i was kind of happy to see that i always like to crunch the numbers yeah. each class what did everybody do and it's something i do i'm addicted to this sport it's what i do for you guys it's not a profession but it's a sport it is competition and as you and i were talking offline when i asked wayne crowder who is a rookie rookie who won it only guys ever done that 2004 and he's taking yeah. me on that course you know, what are you thinking about i want to be in that truck right now it never goes away never and what he did was amazing. I was there in 2004. I finished third. That was Salt Lake City. I love Salt Lake City because in 2013, I won. <laughs> so let's take us to the moment. The announcement happens. Your name gets announced. From there, is it almost like an out-of-body experience? Well, I've been announced before. The first time I was announced, wow, that was out-of-body. I've been announced before. I really thought I could get caught up in thinking I have this. So I never take it for granted. No way. I wasn't comfortable. When my name gets called, it's a relief. The weight on your shoulders is gone. You're in the finals. Then the stress that you don't really feel shows up because now you got to perform. Now you got to do it again. And that was my thought. People are saying, congratulations. And on the way up to the stage, I'm trying to tell myself, enjoy the moment. Because all I'm thinking of is, what are going to be the problems on the course? What am I going to be asked to do on the course? <laughs> so it's kind of like you're in the playoffs for mm -hmm. the Super Bowl. Patriots just beat Kansas City. I had to throw that out there. I'm a Pats fan. So <laughs> now you're going to play the next game. And it's not like, okay, we just won the AFC championship. No. Who's in the next game? We need to prepare for what are we doing next? So which national champion will receive the coveted title of Grand Champion? I am pleased to announce that this year's Bendix NTDC Grand Champion is Roland Bullock. Family, I gotta thank my family. 
My God, they're always there for me, especially my gorgeous bride, Shirlene. She never wants to come on stage. I try to drag her up here, and she just sits down and says no. So I got to thank her. She's been there year after year, and she's always here, always having a great time. When losers draw, she's sitting there supporting me no matter what, and I'm sure all your spouses are. So please, drivers, let's hear it for your guests. And FedEx, I cannot thank you enough. The support you've given me, I mean, I've been here a lot of times, and FedEx has supported me all those times. I first came in 1997 with Karen Tierney, I know she does it. Uh, Karen Tierney, and we were the only two from FedEx, Federal Express at the time. And uh, it's grown a little bit, just a little bit. But uh, thank you, everybody. I look forward to coming and trying to do this again next year. Please stay safe. I can't wait to see everybody again next year. Thank you. I got asked one time by the Memphis Business Journal, the 2017 Grand Championship, is this your favorite win? And I had to answer like Tom Brady would answer. My favorite win is the next one. And that's always the thought process is what's next. I'm already thinking of what am I competing in next year? What am I doing next year? I don't know if everybody thinks this way. I would imagine they do, the drivers that do compete and the drivers that don't compete. Believe me, this addiction is worth it. <laughs> well, what it does, and you mentioned it earlier, it takes the bar of safety, it raises it to its absolute highest level because you have to essentially put yourself in bubble wrap every day, every mile with an attention to detail that is second to none in this industry. Like I said, you have to fine tune your training, your safety, your safety bubble around the vehicle, get your rest. Safety, 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 safety above all is our motto at FedEx. And I'm not going to say it's drilled into you, but it's always there. We want safety. Our deliveries don't mean anything if you don't have safety. Put it this way, a driver has an incident, accident, whatever it is, every package on that vehicle is now late. So it's not just all the packages, it's the safety. We need the safety for the driver to continue on as a company. We need all of our drivers in that safety bubble. It's not just FedEx. I promote safety for every driver. So when they talked about bringing in the step van competition at the national truck driving championships, there's a lot of truck drivers that said, those aren't trucks. I don't want to see those there. So what did the American Trucking Association do? They turned around and made it a separate challenge. The Step Van Driving Championships, and then you have the National Truck Driving Championships. I think that was phenomenal. You didn't blend the two together, so you didn't get people upset. Those aren't trucks. They have basically their own competition blended into ours. And that competition, think of the safety level that I keep my own personal safety at. 
you just turned around and did that for how many step van drivers? ATA just created that amount of safety concern for drivers to keep it on a personal level for the entire step van community. It's brilliant in my mind. Now you have them wanting to drive safely. God forbid they have an accident or an incident. So it's such a wonderful program. I looked into it in 2017. I had to say a speech when I came back in 2018 at the Breakfast of Champions. And they wanted it to be role model type of speech. And all I could say was get involved as you're going to take this on a personal level. And once you do that, your safety levels will increase. And to me, that's what it means. Get more people involved, pay it forward to make things safer for our entire community. It's not just about FedEx. It's about all the companies out there. Let's get people involved and let's make this world a safer place. Absolutely. Those are great closing words. And once again, congratulations on a fantastic accomplishment. And it's just been tremendous to be able to spend this time with you. Thank you. And all the other thing I wanted to mention was the National Truck Driving Championships started in 1937. It is the longest running safety program in the history of the United States. When a program runs that long, it's for a reason. When I run this long, you got to tell me to stop talking, Roland. It's the end of the podcast. <laughs> I would never do that, man. You're the grand champion. We want to hear from you and we want to celebrate your win. It was just so cool to see you get congratulated by friends and family, make that walk, give your speech, and to get a chance to spend some time with you here, hear about safety, and get inside what it takes to become a grand champion. It's just been a wonderful time to spend with you, Roland. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Love your podcast. Yeah, I love them all. That's Roland Bullock with his closing comments from our recent interview on Podwheels, powered by Radio Nemo. Once again, we'd like to congratulate Roland for winning his second Grand Champions title at the National Truck Driving and National Step Van Driving Championships. And I think you guys will agree that it was really terrific to hear Roland's perspective on his commitment to safety and excellence as a professional driver, as well as his thoughts on having the opportunity to compete through the annual NTDC event. Now folks, before we go, we'd like to thank you for spending part of your day with us on The Exit Ramp, a podcast from Podwheels, powered by Radio Nemo. As we close out this edition of the podcast, we would like to invite you to stay connected with the latest from Podwheels, powered by Radio Nemo, by downloading our smartphone app. You can start using the Podwheels app by accessing the download menu option on our website, podwheels.net, or by searching Podwheels in the Apple Store or on Google Play. Finally, folks, be sure to check back with us right here for the latest episode of The Exit Ramp from Podwheels, powered by Radio Nemo.